If you've built one online course, launched it to the world, and you're making a little bit of money, and you're thinking to yourself, how the heck do I scale this thing? What else do I launch? What else should I sell? Do I just need more eyeballs on my current product? Well, the answer is yes to all of those things. But today, what I want to give you is a step-by-step roadmap, a product suite roadmap, if you will, over the next few years to know exactly what to build second, third, fourth, fifth, et cetera, strategically so that you can go from $1,000 a month in one-off course sales to $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month. It's not random. It's not accidental. It's very intentional what you should launch and how you should launch it. And I want to give you all of that roadmap today. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 132 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to hang out with you today. It's a beautiful day. I don't know if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to podcast your shows, or if you're watching on YouTube. I appreciate you. I don't care how you're tuning in. I'm just grateful to have your time and attention because those are two very valuable things, and I'm not going to disappoint today. I want to give you a lot of actionable stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about scaling your business strategically and not just randomly launching products or recreating the same thing over and over again in various ways. I want to give you a clear roadmap to follow to make it easy. And if you haven't launched your first course, that's where you need to start. I always recommend that the first online product, the first digital product you launch is an online course for most people. And what I've done is put together an entire training on how to do this. If you have no idea what business you would build or where to find people to sell your supposed online course to, or how to launch it, or how to automate it, or any of that stuff, I got you covered, my friend. I put together an entire workshop on this called How to Create Your First $1,000 a Month of Passive Income in Just 30 Minutes a Day. That's right. I made it for real people who are busy and can only squeak out 30 minutes a day to work on this. And so I want you to watch that workshop if you haven't already and launch that first course. That's the most important thing. A little more important than what we're going to talk about today. But if you have launched it, then you're going to love today's episode. But if you haven't launched it or you've been thinking about it, go watch the workshop, launch your course. Again, it's free. Just click the link below if you're watching on YouTube or go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop and grab your on-demand video training there. grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Okay, so today we're going to talk about your product suite. And a lot of online business owners don't think about a product suite. They just think about a product and then, oh, maybe I should launch another product. Um, It's the problem with doing this on your own, the way I did it, is that you just are making it up. And so you just try things. The good news is that sometimes the things you try work and they make money and you can learn from those. The bad news, if you do it that way, is that there's not really a strategy. You're just flinging spaghetti on the wall and seeing if it sticks. And what you end up with is a messy wall with marinara sauce or pesto or whatever you like on your pasta, like all over your walls. I don't know why we're talking about spaghetti when it comes to launching products, but that's the analogy. You don't want spaghetti on your walls. You want a nice clean wall, 
nice clean house. Spaghetti should be on your plate or in the pot, right? I like a clean house. So let's have a clean house and let's launch something only when we know it makes sense and understanding why we should launch it. What's the strategy behind it? We can't control the results 100%, but we can have a plan and execute the plan. What I don't want you to do, and I see a lot of people do this, is they launch a course and then they launch another one and then another one and then another one. They just keep making courses randomly. And then they're like, I don't know how to come up with more courses. And why would somebody buy this course versus this course? Or they make lots of courses on the same subject and it's kind of confusing. Their people email them back and saying, you've got three courses on you know, what food to eat for my weight loss goals. Which course should I take? And then you realize you've just made a mess of a product suite, not thought out. And on top of that, it doesn't scale. I want to give you a roadmap that's logical for your customer, but strategic for you to build your business. The backdrop to all of what we're going to share today is that you always need to be growing your audience. Audience growth, getting more people to discover you and opt into your email list and go through your funnels and all that stuff is the backdrop, backbone, whatever you want to call it to all of this, but that takes time. So if you're new to creating content, you've been putting out content like we talked about last week, even when you don't want to, and you're only six months into this and your audience hasn't exploded yet, well, you know, newsflash, it took me two years for both of my businesses for my audience to really explode. I've seen around that year three mark, that's when a lot of my my students and myself included see that sort of hockey stick, exponential, like, oh, it's, it's growing kind of moment in terms of your content starting to pop with the algorithm or one or two of your videos become more popular and those become like pathways for traffic. And that's great. Let's work on that in the background. But in the meantime, let me give you a roadmap for the next five years. This roadmap is based under the premise that I think you should be launching something new every year. Launch one thing new a year. If that seems like too slow to you, go faster. Launch something new every six months. If you can do more than that, you might be doing this full time, then good for you. Maybe launch four new things a year, but that's kind of a lot. Twice a year, you can launch something new if you've got the time. But if you don't have the time, launch one new thing a year. I'm going to give you five things you can consider launching next. You've already got your first course. Here's the next five things you launch over the next five years. And if you stick around at the end, I got a bonus one as well. So really six. Okay, let's begin. I'm assuming you've launched a course. What do you launch next? Well, the first thing you should launch next is a second course, which maybe sounds ironic because I just told you don't launch a bunch of courses. I think after going through the work of figuring out how to map out a course and film it and upload it into Kajabi and craft sales copy for your sales page and launch emails and pre-launch content and learning about urgency and all of that stuff, it's a lot of work. It's exhausting, but those are valuable skills you've just built I would love to see you implement them one more time in a second course because now you've got the skill set, you've got the muscle built. Flex it one more time and launch a second course. Now, if you launched a flagship course or a signature course, whatever you want to call it, the main Mac Daddy of a course that gives people the end-to-end system for what you teach, there's no need to launch a second one of those. Just launch a mini course. That's maybe a deep dive into one area or niche of the whole topic you don't need two massive signature courses anytime soon, if ever. 
what you need is just something else to sell. So if you have the big signature flagship course, a mini course is a great next step for two reasons. One, there's going to be some people who don't want to buy your signature course, or they can't afford it, or they don't need it. The mini course will be perfect for them because it'll be smaller in scope, which is easier for you to build. You can get it out faster. It's more focused, which is great for people who just want results in one specific area. And it's also more affordable usually, so it can get people that are a little scared of the maybe the price of your flagship course. It can turn them from a, a, a fan to a, a customer, even if they're only spending $47 or $97. Now they're a customer, and now you're more likely to be able to upsell them into future products down the road. And also they're going to be a little more comfortable because they bought something from you and they realize, man, your paid stuff is legit. They've gotten results. So a mini course is great for people that won't buy your signature course on the back end. They saw your signature, your flagship offering your funnel. They don't buy it. Okay, well then offer them this mini course or the opposite. Offer the mini course on the front end because it's easier for people to buy into. And if they buy that, then you can upsell them into the flagship course. Like, hey, if you enjoyed this, you're going to want the whole rest of the system here. And you can either offer them a discount or a deal to do that or whatever you want to do. There's a lot of options. They play well together. Something else to consider is with a second course, you can keep one inside of your funnel as an evergreen product. It's the thing that gets pitched automatically, which I'm a huge fan. So I've built my lifestyle around automatic sales inside of funnels. But then you can keep one of those courses, mini or flagship, closed and you open it two times a year or four times a year to your list. And it gives you something to promote throughout the year, creating some urgency, some excitement, that will complement what you've got always being sold behind closed doors to new people on your email list. So that second course is the next logical thing. That's the first thing you should sell or create to complement your first course. Now, the second thing I think you should sell, year two or however your pace looks like, is a membership site. Membership sites are a critical part of a healthy online business. They're not necessary it is possible to make a living without them, but they are critical to sustained income and scalable growth. The reason being is they represent the holy grail of all online business, which is recurring revenue. Digital products being sold online is magical because the margins are infinite. It costs you nothing, virtually nothing to store the product. You're just going to pay your Kajabi fee or your website fee. Um, the margins are insane once you've done all the work up front. And they're incredible, but you have to keep finding new people to sell to, which is why you need content and funnels. And we talk about that all the time, but you take that to the next level with a membership site. These people found you, they bought once, and then now they're getting charged every month forever or until they cancel um, after that one sale. So you make the sale once you get paid every month since. So a membership site, typically I've talked about these at length on the channel and on the show, so I won't go into much depth here, but typically they involve a combination of fresh content, coaching and access to you, uh, and some kind of curated community, like a private community of people that have paid to be there. So they can talk to each other. You can talk to them 24 seven. It's a safe place for them to grow and ask questions memberships are a great back end to a course because people might take your course and have more 
questions like, well, what do you do about this? What do you do about that? And so it's these people that are no longer at the basic, basic level. They have some working knowledge of the subject because they've gone through your course, but they need more. And so in a membership, you can answer those questions through the coaching, through the community, or through one-off fresh content where you can do little mini deep dives into different topics based off of what your people need. So these are a great product for your consumer, your customer, because it follows up a course nicely. It also gives people community, which is what they're lacking. They need sort of that um, accountability and encouragement to, to stick to their goals so that they get results and then you get a testimonial. But for you as the business owner, this is really going to help you have more predictable income. If you have a great content strategy and a good funnel uh, with a decent product inside that's automated, you're going to have some consistent revenue based off of your consistent opt-ins from your content. Add to that though, true recurring revenue, which is again, a membership site where you know, oh, I've got 50 members and they're all paying me 30 bucks a month. I know exactly how much that membership is going to pay me this month. And as long as it grows net it only goes up. You're not going to have up and downs. People will cancel every month, but if people are joining every month, assuming it's an open model membership, then as long as you have net growth, you're fine. If you have an open close membership, which we'll talk about that in a second, you're going to have not net growth every month, but over the course of a year, you'll have net growth. And that's all that matters. You're going to have consistent revenue coming in every single month. And that complements your course revenue or your launch revenue so beautifully. So I really, really like having a membership in my businesses. And I've moved from, I used to have an always open membership that was in my funnel um, for seven years and it did really, really well. That, I mean, that product was multiple six figures in its own right, but I moved to an open closed membership model for a couple of reasons. One, it gave me something to promote throughout the year. If I have my main course in the funnel or a course or two, it made my membership my my promotional product throughout the year that I would open and close, which gave me something to promote, some urgency. So you get a lot of people joining when you do that. But it creates also some exclusivity to the community, that this community isn't something you can join whenever you want, even if you have the money. If you miss the last promotion, you have to join a wait list. And that exclusivity is nice because it really rewards the people in the community that it's not a bunch of new people coming in all the time. We really get to know each other and it's just it's certain periods of the year where new members are allowed to join. I like that. It also creates a bit of friction for members who, who might want to cancel because they know if they cancel, they can't just rejoin the next month if they want to. They're going to have to wait till you open the doors and allow them to join again. A little bit of a power play, but it, it treats it more like um, a university that has semesters and they're like, look, there's, there's deadlines to join, you know, to get in your classes. You have to sign up for classes by this deadline. Otherwise you have to wait until next semester. So it's very much like the university model. It's not rolling admissions. It's sort of semester admissions and you got to get in on the certain timeframes. And I think that's fair. I think it gives you also as the community manager, or if you have a team, but especially if it's you, it gives you a break because you don't have new people joining every day or every week or every month. You only have to worry about welcoming the new people twice a year or four times a year when you do a promotion. So it makes it more manageable. Again, if imagine you have two courses and a membership and now you've really got a scalable thing and memberships become way more profitable for you long-term because someone might buy a course from you for $200 but they might join your membership, your $50 a month membership and stick around for six months. And now they've paid $300 
to be part of your community. Or people pay an annual option where they're committing to, maybe you give them a discount uh, for committing to a year, but still that's usually around 10 months they're committing to. I usually give them uh, two months free if they join the annual option. So now you're, you're, it's a bigger product when you think about it over the course of the lifetime of the member. I have members that have been in my memberships for two years five years, some of them seven years. And so you look at how much money that one sale has become over the course of years and years and years, it's tremendous. And that's the beauty of a membership is that one sale can lead to payments recurring for years to come. So you're now scaling because of that. The, the, the negative to memberships, as I've talked about before, and the reason why I don't think you should start with one or why I don't think you should make that your second product is that they require a commitment. Um, courses don't. You do the work up front, automate the darn thing, and reap the rewards. Memberships require ongoing commitment. So you need to be at a place in your business where you're ready to make that commitment, but as I teach you inside of my other trainings, membership sites, if done well, should be very sustainable for you as the membership creator and scalable. Um, you don't want them to dominate your life, but you certainly have to show up and be faithful to those members because they're paying every single month. So that's the second thing I think you should launch after your first course. You've launched a second course, maybe it's a mini course, and now you've launched a membership and you're getting that recurring revenue. And you're now starting to create more um, lifetime value out of your customers because they're paying you every single month, which is really, really cool. Then we move into the third thing I think you should launch, which is something premium, and that is group coaching. You could also do a mastermind here, and I'll explain the differences briefly, but a group coaching product is a high ticket product. I sometimes call this an espresso machine product, but this is something that's generally going to be 10x the cost of your membership. So if you have a uh, $300 a year membership, because $30 a month and you offer it the annual right rate at $300 a year, then your group coaching product should easily be a $3,000 product. What is it going to be? Well, it's going to be a small group, usually 10 to 20 people, where you are coaching them through a specific amount of content over a dedicated amount of time and there's access to you to ask questions, to get feedback for you to coach them individually in this group or as a group, I should say. So a lot of times this looks like a 10 week program or a 12 week program, limited spots, again, 10 to 20 people pay to join. And then you are working with them by teaching them the material. Maybe you teach it live on a call. Maybe you, you send them a course and then you do live follow-ups, but there's live Q&A, there's access to you. And you're trying to help them achieve a result, but they have really close proximity to you. This is why you can charge more because the, the access to you is, is higher and the proximity is closer. Again, you're going to sort of see this trend as we go through this. You've got a YouTube video viewer or someone who reads your blog post or listens to your podcast. That's a very wide net. Anybody can do that. It's free. And there's not a lot of proximity. You and me right now, there's not a lot of proximity. You're listening to me. You're engaging with my content, but I don't get to talk back to you very much. I can a little bit in a YouTube comment, but I don't get to respond to every single comment. There's just so many. And it's just, it's just hard. And I'm constantly putting out videos. So it's sort of like removed. If you then bought one of my courses, you're a little bit closer because now you're a paid customer. If you leave a comment below any of the videos in my courses, I'll respond uh, as, as, at least as, as long as I can. And I have for years because I can help coach you inside the product. You join my membership. Well, now 
I'm seeing you on live coaching calls. I'm seeing you inside the community. So you have more likelihood to ask me a direct question and I can give you a direct custom answer to you. There's still, you're in a wider pool of people than what we're getting to now with the group coaching, but you now have proximity. You're a paying customer and there's closer interactions. It's worth more. If you were to join a group of 10 other people or 15 other people, and meet with me every week to coach you through this content for 12 weeks. Well, now you're one of only 10 or 15 people. I'm going to know your name. I'm going to know your exact situation. You're going to be able to ask me questions and I'm going to be able to answer pretty much every single question you have. There's probably going to be some sort of email correspondence or a private Slack channel or group chat or Boxer access or something for that kind of high-end product where now you really get more close access to me by being in this group coaching program. An alternative to group coaching is a mastermind. Somewhat easier and harder to pull off at the same time. A mastermind is different than group coaching because it's not content driven. It's collaboration driven, more like hot seats where one of the individuals is, is on the forefront for that call. And that person has a question or a challenge or an issue. And then we as a group put our heads together and serve that person powerfully together. So there's no pre-planned content, but your job as the moderator of a mastermind is to A, be a good coach because they're going to want your advice as well, of course, but then curate a really high quality group of other smart people so that the value of being in the group isn't just access to you as the creator of the mastermind, but it's access to the other people that the creator has has curated. Uh, it's a lot like a board of advisors for a business. You know, big companies have boards of advisors. I'm actually on a board of advisors for my buddy, Jordan Rayner, his company. And with that, it, we meet quarterly and there's business owners and, and, and sort of heads of uh, nonprofits and other really influential, smart people. Again, I don't really know why I'm on his board. These people are amazing. Like the, the, the VP of talent from Chick-fil-A, like some incredible people on this board. And we meet once a quarter where Jordan will come to us and say, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's my thoughts. Here's what I'm thinking about launching. You guys are smart. What do you think? And then we all collectively work together and put our minds together and give him really high quality feedback that he can then use, personalize and go crush it with his business. That's what you're creating in a mastermind. It's very, very powerful. And people pay a lot to be a part of that. If you, if you, curate a good one. Either way, the idea is, is small group of people, closer proximity to you. If it's group coaching, usually as an end point, start end point. If it's a mastermind, usually a good mastermind is ongoing as long as they want to be in it, usually at least a year um, because you're, you're creating relationships. There's not really an end date because it's not content driven. This might be intimidating to launch, but at the same time, even if you only had four or five people that paid you a premium to coach them through some advanced material and be available to them and work closely with them, that can be a huge bump in revenue for you. Again, not very many people will afford it or even be available to join because you're limiting the number of people that can buy into this. Or in my case, I usually have an application process and I don't even accept everybody that applies. But it's a great next step for a lot of your people, especially people that have bought a course and maybe been a member in your community, your group coaching program or mastermind is a great product to launch. So that's the third thing I think you should launch after your initial course. You launch a second course, you launch a membership, launch a group coaching program or mastermind. Number four is one-on-one -on -one coaching packages, okay? Some people get this backwards in that they think one-on-one -on -one coaching is just like one-off consulting, like an hour here, an hour there. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about selling a coaching package. And this should be your most powerful product offering because instead of having, again, all these people 
watching a video or all these people buying a course or then a smaller group of people joining your your membership, excuse me. And then it's not even 10 to 20 people in a group coaching. Now I get to sit down with you one-on-one, nobody else. You have my full undivided attention and coach you and you alone and give you advice that's custom tailored to you. So you're getting my time exclusively. You can imagine the value of that goes up tremendously because now I can't offer it to anybody else. And so it's very powerful for you also because I'm not going to give you generic advice or even advice to the group. I'm going to give you personalized advice and my 100% undivided attention. So one-on-one coaching is premium. It's a great thing to pitch to your membership, uh, your members in your membership. It's a great thing to pitch to the people that are in your mastermind or join your your group coaching program. You can see how you you already have a built-in group of like warm leads to pitch this to. Um, I would price it at least double your mastermind or group coaching rate. So if you're selling a $3,000 group coaching package, then you should easily be selling a $6,000 coaching package. Now that means it could be over six months if you prefer or 12 months, but generally I'll sell three, six or 12 month packages. These days I only sell six and 12, but I would say for coaching, depending on the niche, it could be as low as three and as high as 12. That way you're not, you're not selling an hourly rate. You're selling a premium package that gives you a certain number of calls, gives you a certain, you, you might be able to include, you know, content with that. Like you get this course or I have some exclusive content for you. Usually going to have some kind of unlimited email coaching and correspondence, Voxer access, which is a voice texting platform or a Slack channel or your phone number to text or something like that, where they can reach out to you whenever they want in between calls. It's premium. It's the proximity effect. They've gotten the closest to you. They're going to pay the most, but they're going to get the most results because it is custom tailored. And this might be scary, but it doesn't have to be because your super fans will pay for your time. They'll want your time. And all I'm suggesting you do is not sell yourself on an hourly basis, but sell packages that really price out people because like, am I really willing to spend that much with them? But if it's over the course of a year, the per call price obviously goes down if you break it up, but it's really trying to weed out people that aren't really ready to commit because you want people that are ready to commit. They're going to get the most out of it. So one-on-one coaching is a great premium product to offer as the fourth thing to offer. Now, some of my students, and this might be you, start with one-on-one coaching. Ironically, because it's the fastest thing to launch. You don't have to shoot any videos. You don't have to have any sales copy. You really just have to build some relationships with some people, maybe create a bit of an application process and jump on a discovery call with people. And if the, if the person has money and if they really like what you're doing, they might want to go straight to the source and get personalized feedback. So you might have launched with one-on-one coaching. It's not a problem. Inside of my course, Automatic Income Academy, I have an entire bonus course called How to Make Money Faster with Coaching. Because it's actually, ironically, the fastest way to make money. I think it's a great starting point. That's how I started this business. I was running the recording revolution, and then I started to get some press, and people saw, hey, who's this guy doing random music stuff online and making all this money? How does he do it? And so people would ask me, how, do you, how did you take what you knew about music recording and turn it into this really profitable online business? And so I started coaching people one-on-one. Um, it wasn't my main business. It was just for fun. And I really enjoyed it. And I realized, man, I need to productize this, make a course. I could have a membership. I could have a, a community. I could have a YouTube channel. And so I started ironically with one-on-one coaching and then brought in the products afterwards. And that's fine too, if that's what you've already done. Just make sure that if you were to look at your product suite, your one-on-one coaching is the most premium thing you offer. 
because it's the best thing you have to offer. It's you and only you custom to your one client. So make sure you're priced accordingly. And the fifth thing I think you should launch after your first course, again, this could be in year five, so no rush on this. And I'm glad that we're able to bring these back, a live event, a live event. So don't think conference, that sounds freaking exhausting, unless that's your world. I wouldn't launch a conference with 300 people or a thousand people. No, I'm just talking about a retreat or an in-person workshop, okay? And the semantics are retreat is more relaxing um, hanging out together with a little bit of content sprinkled in. A workshop is more the content just in person with a little bit of hanging out sprinkled in. So you get to decide which one you want to do. Um, but do it over the weekend and make it a sumer premium thing where food is included, accommodations are included, some kind of fun activities included. Uh, and, and I've done this in Nashville three or four times with one of my buddies, Joe Gilder, where we, well, the first time we did it, we priced it too low. And it was like, hey, it's just, you know, you find a way to get here, make your own accommodations and just show up at this recording studio for these two days. Uh, we're going to work together with you. And we, then we realized really what we need to do is jack up the price, but include everything, include their food, include their lodging. And so what that looked like for us was we, we found a nice hotel nearby the studio we wanted to work at. We unfortunately had to work in a recording studio. So I had to, I mean, it's a venue, you have to rent a venue, but if I didn't have to work with a studio, probably could have just rented out a, an office space or a, a co-work space or some nice conference space where we just need one room, you know, with a projector or something like that and a table um, that I had to pay for a studio and an engineer. But we, we got a hotel and we blocked off rooms. We sold 12 spots. And so we got a little bit of a discount on the rooms. And so we're all staying in the same hotel. And then we paid for um, like a Mercedes Sprinter van and a driver um, to drive us from the hotel to the studio and pick us up when we needed to go to restaurants. It included restaurants, um, food, you know, lunch out or cater to the studio. Uh, we rented a stretch Hummer um, to drive around Broad Street. Just be, I don't know. There's really no reason why to do that other than that sounded like a fun idea. And it was fun for a little while. Um, and uh, we got to see all the the music spilling out in, in downtown Nashville and a lot of drunk people. Uh, and we had fun, but we just paid for that experience. And uh, prices for that start around $3,000, between three and $5,000 for a two, two day event, two nights, maybe three nights, depending on, on the price point. Um, and really what you're doing here is you're selling the ultimate because we've gone from a YouTube video to, you know, a course um, which there's a little more attention from me and then to a membership where there's interaction with me inside the community. And it's, it's a, it's a cool group of people to a paid mastermind or group coaching where now I, I know your name because there's only 12 of you and we interact regularly, uh, maybe one-on-one -on -one coaching, but again, it's still through zoom or something similar to now you're hanging out with me in person. And uh, don't, don't mishear me. This, this may sound egotistical, but you're going to figure this out if you haven't already. You're, you're going to have super fans, people who love you for a variety of reasons, partly because your content has probably helped them tremendously, partly because uh, they've just grown to know you and your personality and you just inspire them and, or you make them feel encouraged every time they see your content. And so just, they will pay just to, to come see you in person. It sounds weird. And to just be around you to, to like smell your cologne or your perfume or I mean, whatever, that's a little weird. Maybe nobody does that, but um, 
just to know that they got to meet you in person is, is a cool experience. And that's that, that proximity effect. That's as close as it gets. Literally hanging out together in the same room, sitting down and having meals in between sessions, talking, you know, laughing. You know, that's crazy. So they're going to pay for that in-person proximity to you. And then they're really paying for a fun experience. These are the people that are your super fans, but also the ones that have money. And the ones that have money and as you figure this out, as you continue to become more wealthy and your business grows and you have more disposable income once you've taken care of your family and all these things, and you're like, I want to do something fun, you're going to find, man, stuff is, is kind of boring. Buying more crap gets boring. But you know what doesn't get boring is really cool experiences. And I think we all love to pay for experiences. And so these people want to come have a fun weekend. You know, in our case, they're like, dude, I want to drive to Nashville or fly to Nashville uh, and just hang out with not only my my content heroes online, but other like-minded people that nerd out on the same stuff I nerd out on and just have a fun weekend where I get to stay in a nice place, have nice food, learn a bit, but laugh, have fun. And, and that's what they're paying for is that experience, proximity to you in person and that experience. Yeah, they want to learn some stuff, but really it's the last two I find that's what what makes it super valuable for people. So you don't have to put on a big conference, but if you could host an in-person retreat or workshop in your town uh, and charge accordingly, people just pay their own travel to get there, but then you put them up in a hotel um, or just rent an Airbnb, rent a house you all stay together in um, and you just figure out what it will cost and charge accordingly because we found that when we charged it lower, we couldn't offer much. The more we charge, the, the we could take them to nicer restaurants. We could pay for the fun experiences. We could put them in a nicer hotel. We could buy nice swag and give them free gifts. Um, we even got sponsors for our workshops. We would get brands that would make equipment to sponsor our workshop, to give us free stuff to give away, um, and that kind of stuff in, in exchange for mentioning them and, and branding them on the sales page and inside the workshop. So there's a lot you can do. You want to certainly not only break even, you want to make a profit and you can make a profit on these, but they're just a lot of fun and they build super fans. If you don't already have them, it makes them super, super fans. So a live event is like the, the cream of the crop. And now with COVID disappearing and, and people being able to travel again and people coming out of hiding. Like you're seeing more of these. I just had a retreat for my mastermind members, a little bit different because we we just did it collectively as a group and it was amazing. I mean, that, that, that in-person time is amazing. So live events, cream of the crop. Again, think about proximity from YouTube to hanging out with you in person. Price goes up, proximity comes closer, depth of relationship gets deeper. It's incredible. And I told you I was going to give you a bonus one. Those are the five things you should launch after your first course. Bonus one, number six, is an affiliate products. And these come in two flavors. These come in either your affiliate promoting someone else's legit product or someone else's online course or membership. So you could have Amazon affiliate links and, and, and do product reviews and all that kind of stuff. I do this with Kajabi. You probably know. I mean, I promote Kajabi because I use it for both of my brands. I love the product. I love the people. Um, and it's I, I literally recommend it. And long before they had an affiliate program, I just was an evangelist for the product, period. And now they pay me to do it, which is really cool. And so I promote Kajabi because I believe in it and I can make a great living when people sign up for Kajabi using my affiliate link. It's easy. I don't have to sell anything. Someone else is selling it, but I get the credit for the sale. But long before doing any kind of affiliate product promotions, I was affiliate promoting my friends' courses. 
and memberships. And that's really cool because you could have a friend or someone who's in your space or a, a complimentary niche that's got a course that's not maybe one you would ever build, but your audience would love it and benefit from it. And then you can promote their product in good conscience, knowing that it's good, it has to be good, and knowing that they're a reputable, honest you know, person with integrity because they're going to be performing the customer service and your name's going to be attached to that um, and your reputation's at stake. But you can promote their product and get 50% or sometimes more. I've done affiliate products where I promoted someone else's course. They had a smaller audience than me and they offered me 60% of every sale because they knew that working with me would be a massive boost to their revenue. And so that was the incentive for me is they gave me a bigger cut than their own cut. Um, and you can make a ton of money affiliate promoting other people's products. I've done six figures with three emails for a product that I didn't make, write sales copy for, or have to service. It's pretty incredible. So as you're building your own products, think about what would be an affiliate product, whether it's a tangible product or software, or someone else's course that you would love to promote. Like, you know, I'm never going to do a course on that, but I'd love to affiliate promote their course and figure out what it is or what they are and bake it into your own promotional calendar as if it's one of your own products to launch. So when I do Kajabi promotions, like big promotions to my list, I plan them out. They're in my calendar. I know, okay, well, I'm going to open my membership here. I'm going to launch Kajabi here. I'm going to do a new product launch here. I'm going to open up a slot to my mastermind here. It's part of my promotional calendar. I view it as a product line. I just don't own the product or fulfill the product, but I promote it as if it were my product because it's part of my revenue stream. And you can do the same thing. And you could launch affiliate stuff anytime you want. Honestly, you can do any of these six things I just shared with you in any order you like. I just mapped out the order that to me makes a lot of sense. It's a way to approach it. It's not the only way. What's more important to me and to you, the future of your business is that you map out your product suite. Don't just randomly launch something new. Take what I've just told you here and go, oh, okay, wow. Do I have a mini course yet? Okay, I should do one. Oh, do I have a flagship course yet? Because I only have a mini course. Oh, do the flagship. Do I have a membership? No, I should consider that. Do I have a high ticket group coaching or mastermind? No, I should consider that. Have I done an in-person retreat or workshop? No, I should consider that. Do I have any affiliate products? You see what I'm giving you are more things to sell. You make more money in your business in a handful of ways, but the three big ones, the big movers of the needle as it were, are get more people to buy, that's why your content is the most important thing. Get more people to buy. So it's just more eyeballs. Number two, create more things to sell to those people because statistically, someone who's already bought something, they are 16 times, some, some articles say, some studies say 27 times more likely to buy than a non-buyer. So it's easier to sell to current customers. So just come up with more things to sell to them. That'll make more money. And then number three, if you noticed each of these product offerings got higher in price. They moved up the value chain. So now you're not just selling more stuff to your people or more stuff to more people. You're selling more expensive, more premium stuff to your people. This is how you scale. You might see people selling $97 courses, but I bet if they're doing multiple six figures or seven figures, that's not all they sell. They're probably selling $500 things, $1,000 things, $3,000 things, maybe $10,000 things. And it's the, the cumulative effect of your entire intentional product suite that can take you from 1K or 2K a month to 10K a month to 20K a month and beyond. That's the secret. So my question for you is very simple. Which one of these products are you going to launch next as part of your product suite? 
And if you're bold, when? Give me a date, put it in a comment below or you know, a time frame in the next 30 days, in the next 60 days, in the next 90 days. What are you gonna launch next and when? Let me know in a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're just listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make note or write it down. When, what are you gonna launch next and when? And if you haven't launched anything, <laughs> today's your day. I want you to go watch my Passive Income Workshop. It is a crash course on figuring out what to make, who to sell it to, how to launch it, how to automate it, what tools to use, what scripts to use, and get that first course launched. Because that's the secret is getting the first course launched and then you map out this entire product suite. That workshop is free. It's action-packed. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Or if you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below. All right, my friend, I gave you a lot. No excuses now. Go build out a product suite. You don't have to take five years to do it. You can do it in three years, two years, whatever your pace is, just map it out and then follow that map. And you're going to do well, my friend. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. It's always fun. Stay healthy, stay safe. And I'll see you on another episode real soon.